Good evening. We are learning Maseches Psachim Daf Lamed Ches, and we are starting three lines from the bottom with the statement of Ravasi. Though, if you analyze the statement of Ravasi, who was an Amora, um, you'll see that all of the statements that he makes seem to be of Tanaim. They seem to be about Machlokos between Rav Meir and the Chachamim. As we will see, it's not so clear that these uh, Tanaim actually said these Shitas. Let's get started with the three cases. Amar Ravasi, three lines from the bottom, Lamed Zayin and the Beis. Ravasi said three cases. Number one. Isa shall Meiser Shani. If you have dough of Meiser Shani, can that be used for, uh, can, is that Chayib in Chala? Says the Gemara, Ladibi Rav Meir, Pturamina Chala. According to Rav Meir, the Isa shall Meiser Shani, the dough of Meiser Shani is exempt from Chala. Why is that true? Says Rashi, two lines from the bottom. There's a din of lachem, as we loosely refer to a number of mitzvahs, that they have a din of lachem, that they, you have to, they have to be yours in order to trigger a certain chiyuv. We know that that's true by the Lulav which we'll see in a moment at the top of the Amud, but uh, that's probably the most well-known din of lachem. And here, as the Gemara, as the Gemara, because it is not yours, it belongs to uh, so the next case, uh, they hold that the Isa of Maestro Shani would be Chayv and Chala. As we turn to the top of Laman Chesim and Beis, Laman Chesim excuse me, we see case number two that Ravasi presents. Matzos shall Maestro Shani. What about Matzah? There we have the same din. If you have a Matzah that was made for Maestro Shani, the halacha is that you're not Yotze the mitzvah of Matzah. Uh, they hold in fact you are. Case three, three lines down, Laman Chesim Adalev. Esrog shall Meiser, Shani. What about an Esrog uh, to be Yotze with the Dalad meaning? Ladibi Reb Meir, Ein Yotze bo Yodei Chovasa Biyom Tov. Ladibi Chachamim, Madam Yotze bo Yodei Chovasa Biyom Tov. If the... Um, if the esrog is Meiser Sheni, Machlokes Tanayim. So this is the three Machlokos Tanayim. Number one is in regards to Isa Shel uh, Meiser Sheni. Number two is in regards to Matzah Shel Meiser Sheni. And number three is Esrog Shel Meiser Sheni. In all three cases, Rav Meir was of the opinion that you uh, are putter. If you're putter from Chala in regards to the case of Isa, you're putter from, you're not putter, but you're not Yotze, the mitzvah of Matzah. If you eat the, uh, a Matzah of Meiser Sheni. And then the third case, the Esrog does not count. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Says the Gemara, Maskiflar of Papa. Rav Papa asks the following question. Bishlama Isa. I understand why Rav Meir would say your putter when it comes to the Isa of Meiser Sheni Dechsivd Arisosechem Mishalachem. Because it says Arisosechem, it has to be your chal, it has to be your dough, Mishalachem. It has to be yours. Since it's not yours, how can you be chayv and chala? You can't be chayv in someone else's obligations. It's not yours. So your putter. Also, Esrognami. I also understand case three of Ravasi. That, uh, that Rav Meir would say that in such a case, you are not able to fulfill the mitzvah of an esrog because, meaning, why? It should be yours. And in fact, we know the famous sheet in the post game that you should not give a katan, your uh, lulav and esrog on day one, because if you're giving it to them, the, a katan has the capacity to be kone, but not to be makna back to you. And that causes a serious problem if you don't have another lulav and esrog, in which case it's better to borrow from a friend who's an adult. Um, if your kids are bar mitzvah, of course, that's fine. But if you give it to a katan, so they can be kona, but can't be makna, which causes a lot of problems. So says the Gemara, here's the question. Ten lines down. Elamatza, I don't understand. Rav Meir, I understood your, your shita by Isa shall uh, Meister Shani. And I understand your shita by, by, uh, by Esrog shall Meister Shani. But by matzah, does matzah have a din of lachem? It says the Gemara, Ela matzah, miksiv, matzaschem. A little playful the Gemara is today. Do, do you ever see a Pasuk that says matzaschem, your matzah? There is no such Pasuk. So says the Gemara, Omar Rava, how do we answer this question against Rav Meir? 
Ravasi's explanation of Rav Meir was that all three of these cases are going to be exempt seemingly because they have the status of Lachem. So says the Gemara, what's the Pshat here? Amar Rav Rav Yemar Bar Shalamya, Asya Lechem Lechem. Asya, we are going to bring a Gzereshava of Lechem Lechem, the two words uh, that are uh, that are going to be common within the following two psukim. In one case, we have by matzah, Lechem Oni, as we know, and in the other case, we have so we see that there is a din of matzah, shelachem. Beautiful. So we asked against Ravasi, how is it that you understood that Rav Meir is going to be potter by matzah? Hare, we don't have a din of lachem like we do by, by uh, Isa and like we do by Esrog. So why would you say by matzah that you're, you're, going to, you're not going to be able to fulfill the mitzvah if it belongs to the Gavoa, if it's Maestro Shani? Answers the Gemara. We have a, a Gezer Shava. We have a comparison between the word lachem in two places. And just like in one case, there's a din of lachem by the world of uh, by the world of chala. So to over here by the world of matzah lechem oni. That word lachem functions as the other side of the bridge. We therefore learn that there is a din of lachem. So how does that work? Let's say a katan passes you matzah during the seder. That's probably not a kenyan. But if you're if a katan is mamish makne, if he's kone himself, you can't be. You can according to this line of rava, there is a din of lachem by matzah. In which case you have to make sure it's mamish yours. You have to make sure that it, that you actually own it. Otherwise you're not yotze. Says the Gemara, maybe we can bring a proof to how Ravasi understood the three approaches of Rav Meir. What's the Raya? A quarter of the way down. Lema misayeyale. Whenever we see the language of Lema misayeyale, where it implies that we're going to be seeing a shita that matches in some way what we've previously learned. Let's see the brisa that somewhat matches. Says the Gemara, Isa shall meiser sheni. This is a brisa that's quoted in Masechah Sanhedrin Kufid Beis. Isa shall meiser sheni. Wow, that, that's extremely similar to our case that we started with on the bottom of Lamed Zayin Amad Beis. If you look on the bottom of Lamed Zayin Amad Beis, two lines down, it says the same thing. Yisrael Meister Shani, Reb Meir says it's pattern. So it says the Gemara, Lema Misayeya. Lema Misayeya means the cases are similar, but you know it's very it's a variant. This is not a variant. This is the same exact din. So then if that's true, then why does Ravasi say what he says? Why bother saying something? If you have a brysa that says what you say, then why are you saying anything? Leave it alone. You got a brysa. Says the Gemara, Hachi Kamar, two different answers. See, one way to understand the Gemara of Ravasi, the, the Ravasi that, start, that we started with tonight, these three approaches of Rav Meir and the Chachamim, is that he only knew about the first one because of the Brysa and Sanhedrin Kufiyad Beis. What does it say there? That's this line over here, that, uh, that Isa Shalmeister Sheni is Pater from Chal according to Rav Meir and Chayev according to the Chachamim. And because there's an argument over there, Bahanach Nami Pligi, in the other two cases, in other words, Ravasi was making a Tzushtel. He, he looked at what the Brysa said in Sanhedrin Kufiyad Beis and said, I see a Machlokes Rav Meir and the Chachamim. It must also be true by Esrog and by Matzah. That's what the Gemara's assumption is here. Or another possibility, Old Dilma, no, that's not true. Shiny Hassam, maybe that case is different over there. It says twice. And really, that none of Rav Meir has anything to do with the din of Lachem. And the other case of Lachem that we have by Esro, because we do have that language, Rashi explains this away. Rashi says that that extra case of Lachem is to exclude um, uh, Shaul Vigazul, that if you borrow someone's matzah, uh, someone's esrog, or if it's stolen, then you cannot be yotze. But in general, there's no din, no formal din of lachem, just that it can't be stolen. Two different approaches. Good. Now the Gemara is going to spend the next half of an amu trying to figure out simply what the question is that we're asking. Two different approaches. Rav Shimon ben Lakish asked the following question. We're halfway down on Lamed Ches So it says the Gemara as follows. Rav Shimon ben Lakish had a question. 
What would be the din, asks Shreb Shimon ben Lakish, for a person to be yotze, uh, for a person to, um, if a person can make matzah out of chala, shall meiser sheni be Yerushalayim. So you have chala of meiser sheni, and you're in Yerushalayim. Can you make matzah out of that and be yotze? Says the Gemara. What? Well, let's get into the Gemara. That's going to come up right now. Very good. That's exactly right, Gerald. Says the Gemara as follows. Um, this question is not a question according to Rabbi Yossi Haglili. He doesn't even allow it to be used in the chulin form. Forget about the chala form. What we're talking about here is after you've separated the chala from the bat, from the from the batch, you have all the dough and you're mafrish chala. So once you mafrish the chala, the chala has its own status. It's called chala, and the rest of it is now chulin. Once you've separated out the chulin, even Rabbi Yosef says that even the chulin is problematic because, as we learned a couple of days ago, Rashi six seven lines down r- reminds us of this. Rashi says, "Dibur hamaschil to Rabbi Yosef Haglili to Amar Leil." Remember, we spoke about the other day the drasha between Oni and Ani, Rabbi Yossi Aglili versus Rabbi Akiva. And there we said that within the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Aglili, that you're not allowed to eat Maeser Sheni for matzah because Maeser Sheni, Maeser Sheni has to be eaten besimcha. And matzah has a din of lechemoni. So according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, you can never eat Maeser Sheni, not the chala shabo and not the chulin shabo. No matter what, you're not allowed. So that's what the Gemara is saying here. There's no question according to him. He forbids making matzah for Maeser Sheni under all circumstances. Because it has to be eaten besimcha and matzah has to be lechem oni. Remember, his drasha was, we read it, how do we read the word? It's written, but we read it oni. So he says, no, no, that implies aninus. Oh, so he excludes it from there. Kiti Bailach, where is our question of Maeser Sheni, of the Chal of Maeser Sheni being Matzah? Where does that come in? Aliba Drabi Akiva. What does he say? The Chulin Hu Denafik. We know that one can uh, fulfill the mitzvah of Matzah with Chulin. Deimitmu Yesh Lahen Heter Bemoshavos. That if in fact the Chulin, what used to be the, the whole batch, and then you were Mafresh Chala, whatever's left over after the Hafrasha Chala, that's allowed to be uh, that's allowed to be used for matzah because even if it became tame, you could eat it outside of Yerushalayim. That's not a problem because it doesn't have a din of chulin. It's uh, it's been it's been hufrash already. The chulin's been taken away already. The chala's been taken away. Aval chala, but maybe the chala itself to imitamia. If that which you separated for the mitzvah of hafrasha chala became tame, there less lehetar b'moshavos so l'sreifa azla. There you can't eat that anywhere other than where it is, and it's burnt now, and now it's l'sreifa azla. Now it's tame. You have nothing else to do. Lo nafik, and therefore you cannot be. Nothing means to be yote to fulfill the mitzvah of chala or dilma or perhaps amrinan hoil. We've seen this a number of times in shas. Hoil is a svara. It's a logic that says if in theory case X would apply, I would have been exempt. So even though now the case doesn't apply, I still should be exempt because of hoil. So what's the hoil here? Says the Gemara. O dilma hoil amrinan hoil. We will say that you should be yote the mitzvah of matzah because hoil, since in theory we could have argued as followed. As follows, below kara alehashem. Had it been in theory that I had not yet separated the chala to be kore alehashem to be mafresh and say this is chala, and then veitme isle hutar isle heter b'moshavos v'nafik be hashdanam nafik. So this is the shaila that we have within Rabbi Akiva. Do we say? that the, uh, the chala itself, that had it become tame, it's going to be burned, and therefore you cannot be yotze? Or do we apply the principle of hoil, that since, had it been that you were not mafresh chala yet, you could have eaten it in the, in the Moshev outside of Yerushalayim, then even if you have been mafresh the chala, 
you're still allowed to eat it because of ha'il. Do we say that? Yes or no? Says the Gemara, that is uh, approach number one. Here's approach number two, three-fourths of the way down. Ika de'amre, there are those who say that even this question was obvious. Ika de'amre, ha'vadai loti ba'ilach, devadai amrinan ho'il. That's for sure not a question. The way we just explained the question within the camp of Rabbi Akiva, that is also not a shayla. We do say ho'il. Kiti ba'ilach, where do we actually have our question about making matzah? It's for even further away from the actual Meister Shani. This is Chala that was purchased with the money of Meister Shani. According to the sheet of the Rabbanon, it's also not a question. For sure, it's going to be mutter. For sure, you can make matzah out of that. Since you are allowed to redeem that, you're allowed to redeem that challah. We'll see what that means in a moment. If it becomes tummy, you can redeem it. Hainu Meiser, it's no different than the Meiser Shani itself. It's no different than the Chul and the Meiser Shani, where you can do a pigeon and eat it outside of Yerushalayim. Kiti Bailach, where would we have the opinion? It's not according to the Rabbanon, Alibadur Yehuda Damar Yikaber, who says that you'd have to bury it. Ah, let's see what the question is. Ditznan, what does the Mishnah write? Halakuach Kesef Meiser Shani. Let's say that someone buys something with the coins of Meiser Shani. Shenitma, and it became Tami. The halacha is a Tanakama says Yipadet. That's the sheet of the Rabbanan that we just saw a moment ago. Rabbi Yudomar Yikaber. And he says, you have to bury it. So now, according to this version of the Gemara, this is version two of the question. And within version two, we're not asking from the Rabbanan. There we know their Shita, they be lenient. We're asking specifically from the camp of the Shita of Rabbi Huda. Here is the Gemara's question. Six lines from the bottom. Mi Amrinan, do we say a double Ho'il? Do we say Ho'il number one? Remember what we said, a Ho'il is like a halachic... Uh, a gymnastics game, right? If in theory X could have happened, even though it didn't, I'm going to be lenient. Here's hole number one. Maybe hole number one is in theory, I didn't even have to buy it. But now that I bought it, I can still be lenient. What's hole number two? The hole, the lokara lehashem, had it been that I didn't even separate out the chala yet, the itmu, and had it then become separated and become tameh, with this double hole. I could have, in theory, constructed a case with a double hole. Maybe I didn't really purchase it with Kesef Meiser, and maybe I, maybe I hadn't yet really been separating the challah yet with that double hole. I could be Yotze, Hashtanami Nafik Bey, so too. In this case, even though I have done those things, I would say I can still be Yotze with the challah of Meiser Shani because, no, that's how hole works. Hole is a, is a halachic loophole. It's a theoretical possibility that we, that we take into account. Or perhaps... Maybe the Gemara is saying, or maybe you could say, no, we would only embrace one hoil, but we do not embrace two cases of hoil. So says the Gemara, Omar Rava, three lines from the bottom. How do we answer the question? The Gemara undermines the question entirely. What does it mean? The Gemara undermines the question entirely. It means that, it means that uh, really it's all talking about one thing, the purchasing versus the not purchasing, if it's Meister Shani Direct, or the purchase of Meister Shani Direct, it all has the same din of Meister. Now, we don't answer the question of whether or not we use a double hoil. The Gemara circumvents the question because the question was clearly flawed. The Gemara looked at the question of Meister Shani versus purchased Meister Shani as one and the same. That's what the Gemara says here, Mistabra, Shema, Meister Chadhu, and therefore we don't have the answer to the double hoil question. We just know what the halacha is, that we view it as one and the same, and therefore the halacha would be that, yes, you can make Matzah out of the challah of Meiser Shani. We said in our Mishnah on Lamed Hay back in the day, a few days ago, we said there, I'll just read the Mishnah for you if you want to flip back, it's Lamed Hay Amad Aleph, one third of the way down there. There the Mishnah said that Chalos HaToda, the breads of the Korban Toda, and as well, Urakike Nazir, the thin 
wafer crackers that were made for the sake of a Nazir, we made a distinction in the Mishnah that if he made them for, for himself, Asan Le'atzmo, for the sake of Korbanos, ain't Yotze Bahem. But Asan Lim Korbashuk, had he made them to sell, then we said Yotzen Bahem. So that's what the Gemara is going to is going to be asking about. How does that work? Chalas told the two lines from the bottom, Lamech Chasim and Adam, Chalas told the Rikiki Nazir, and the distinction therein that if it was made for the sake of Korbanos, it doesn't count as Matzah. But if it was made for the sake of selling in a Shuk, it does count as Matzah. Why the distinction? How do you know that that's true? Two answers. Answer number one, last line. Amar Rabba Damar Kra, turning to the Tafel Lamech Chasim and Beis, Yishmarta Mesamatzos. The Pazik says, Yishmarta Mesamatzos. Matzah Hamishta Meres, the Shei Matzah. Only matzah that is that is that is created that is literally protected for the sake of matzah. Yatzis sozu to exclude. What is the pasuk excluding? Shein mishtamer sashem matzah lo l'shem zevach. I didn't make the chalo the chalos toda for sales. I didn't make it for matzah. I made it because the Torah said go make it, not to be yotzei the mitzvah. It had its own purpose. So this answer number one according to Rabbah is that. I need to exclude the case of the Rikike Nazir and the case of the Chalas Toda because those were made for Zevach purposes. They weren't made for the mitzvah of Achilas Matzah. This gets into the sugya of Lishma, of making things for the right reasons. We know that there's a din of Lishma. Uh, we know that there's supposed to be a Shmira on uh, the Matzah. This is Matzah, Shmura Matzah, as we call it loosely. Shmura Matzah, the Bir Alach, has a whole din in this, as do many poskim, whether or not it's appropriate to push and try that during the Seder, L'chol HaPachos, on the 15th of Nisan at night, you should try to Shmura Matzah, Shmura Mishas, Ksir of Eilach, from the time that it's got to make sure that it doesn't have a lot of moisture on it. Fine, all of this is uh, connected to this sugya. That is answer number one. Three lines down, let's see answer number two. Answer number two says the Gemara, again, our question, what is the reason for the distinction by the Chalos Toda and by the Rekike Zevach? Why is it that we say that we that when it's made for Zevach purposes, that it doesn't count, but when you make it for sale purposes, it does? What is, where do we know that there needs to be this element of Lishma for making matzah? Says Rabbi Yosef, Amar, he says, Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Shivas Yomim Matzah The Pasuk says, you eat matzah for seven days. Matzah Nechel is Shivas Yomim. You need you need bread that you can eat for seven days. We have a din of nosar by korbanos. We have a din of expiry. These things don't last forever. So when you have the chalas toda and the and the rakike nazir, they only last night and day, and then they're done for. They're inherently flawed to be matzah because they don't last the shivas yamin based on a pasuk. It's not based on svarah. So answer number two says the Gemara is that it's based on the fact that the, there's, there's an expiration date on the Chalos Toda and on the Rakike Nazir. Very good. So answer number one, Ushmarte Mesamatos. This doesn't count because it was not made for the sake of Matzah, it was made for the sake of Zevach. Answer number two is that there's an expiration date on the, on the Chalos Toda and on the uh, Rakike Nazir, um, and that, that is a limitation. We can't have Matzah that has an expiry date on it. In fact, the Gemara presents Brysas, according to each of them, Tanya Kavase de Rabba. The Tanya Kavase de Rabbi Yosef, about eight lines down the Manchesim and Bezer, is a Brysa that matches each of them, and they match perfectly. Take a look at this. Tanya Kavase de Rabba. Yachal yese yedecho vasa bechalos todo rikike nazir. Maybe one would assume that you can fulfill the mitzvah do rice of eating matzah with chalas toda rikike nazir, with the chala that's brought as part of the zevach, as part of the korban toda, and the rikike nazir, the wafers that are used for a nazir. Talmud loma rishmarta mesha matzos. This was answer number two and a perfect brisa to match. Matzah hamishtamerst hashem matzah. Yotzah sazu she'en hamishtamerst hashem matzah l'shem zevach. The way that the chalas toda were made, the way that the rikike nazir were made, they were made with one purpose. It was a shem zevach. 
Eating matzah is not the shame zebach. It's a shame mitzvah. You're, it's lacking in it. It's not, it's not right. You did it for the wrong reasons. And then Tanya Kavasi, the Rabbi Yosef, this, this is the answer that uh, we saw, the second answer that we saw. I think I made a mistake and said that Rabba was the second answer. Rabba was the first answer. Here's the second answer. Tanya Kavasi, the Rabbi Yosef, one third of the way down. Maybe one would think that they can fulfill the mitzvah of matzah with the chalos toda, with the breads of the korban toda, the rikiki nazir, the wafers for the nazir. And that's not going to work. Talmud Lomar, the same pasuk that Rabba quoted above. You need matzah that's eligible to be eaten over all seven days. To exclude these, the chalos toda and the rikiki They have an expiry date, one day, one night, and then you're done. And because they have an expiry date, they're flawed. They have a character flaw. In them. They're, they're done. They can't be used for matzah. Even though during that time, they're mutter. There's the day and night where the Rikike and Nazir are perfect. It doesn't make a difference. They're ineligible to be matzah. We need matzah that can last for all seven days. If it can't last for all seven days, because halacha makes it no sar, whatever the expiry date is in halachic terms, not on the box. Anything in halachic terms that's an expiry date, done, it's ineligible from day one. Asks the Gemara, almost halfway down, the table claim lechem oni. Well, why didn't you say what we said the other day? What's the din of Lechem Oni? Lechem Oni, These are korbanos. Korbanos have to be eaten b'simcha. So why don't you say that the character flaw of the Chalos Toda and the Rikike Nazars have to be eaten b'simcha? And Matzah is the opposite. Matzah has to be eaten b'aninus. Says the Gemara, you can't say that. You can't say that the flaw of Chalos Toda and Rikike Nazir is that they have to be eaten b'simcha. Why? Because we know that there's a sheet in the Tanaim that allows it. Says the Gemara, Remember we said, Yesh Aim Lamikra. Look at the way the word is written in the Torah. Lechem, it's, it's, it's red only, but the word has no vav. So Rabbi Akiva says, Yesh Aim Lamikra. We always follow the text itself. Get the vowels out. There are no vowels. There's no vav in the word oni. It's a little dot at the top. So he says it's the word ani that doesn't imply aninus. So therefore, Rabbi Akiva would say that that doesn't apply here. And therefore, we cannot learn out the limitation of Chalos Toda and Rikike Nazir from Aninus. Next, halfway down, we know that there was a little bit of oil in, that was put in here. So if there's oil, we said a couple of lot ago, where was that? That was Lamed Vav, uh, Lamed Hey, Lamed Beis, right at the top. It says, and we know that these things don't, they don't, they don't cause for chametz. Why would you say that maybe they're excluded because it's ineligible because if it can't be chametz, then it can't be matzah. But this is oil. Oil doesn't make chametz. So maybe that's what we should have said. But typically, the havali matzah shira. It's not eligible because of matzah shira. Says Gemara, no, come on. It's such a small amount of oil that it's irrelevant. And fascinatingly, that means that it's mutter to put some small amount of oil in the matzah. Says the Gemara, Amar Shmubar Rav Yitzchak It's just a small amount. It's a revis of oil. And it's put in and it's diversified over all the chalos that are resulting. You know, like when you're measuring out calories, you have, a, you have a batch of food, you put in a cup of oil. Not every brownie has a cup of oil in it. You divide by whatever the square footage is. You take the area and you divide and you figure out your calories. Same thing here's a tiny, per, per piece of challah, it's tiny. It's a small amount. That's not going to ruin, that's not going to make the matzah ineligible from being matzah. It's not going to make it matzah shira. It's a tiny amount of oil. And therefore, you can't learn from the fact that there's a small amount of oil in the Rikike Nazir and in the Chalos Toda that it's ineligible to be Hamas and therefore ineligible to be Matzah. It's not true. It's too small of an amount. We'll ruin it. Let's try again. Maybe we should have said that maybe it's inedible, inedible in all locations because it had to be eaten in a special place. What do we learn from here? The fact that by virtue of the fact that the Gemara doesn't give this as an answer. We saw the answer of Rav Yosef and Rabbah. Not in that order. Rabbah and Rav Yosef. But here Rish Lucky says we're learning something subtle from the Gemara. By virtue of the fact that we don't answer 
that it was only eaten in Yerushalayim shows us that the Chalos Toda and the Rakike Nazar were eaten outside of Yerushalayim. Where were they eaten? Amarish Laki Zotameris, Chalos Toda, Rakike Nazar, Nechalin, Vinov, Vigivon. Where they had a Mizbech Abama, they had, this was in the time of Abama was Mutter, external to the base of Mikdash. There were times where we were allowed to bring Korbanos that weren't in Yerushalayim. There are some ex- exclusions in the times of Tanakh, and, and Nov was one of them, um, and in Gibon as well. That was outside of Yerushalayim. The Haraya, that Chalos Toda and Rikike Nazar could be eaten outside of Yerushalayim. Therefore, the answer doesn't work. Beautiful. One last brisa for the night. Tanya, Amr Rabbi Eloi, Sha'alti es Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eloi said, I asked Rabbi Eliezer, Can you just tell me the din? Uh, remember, the answers that we saw were in the Amorite. This is going back in the times of the Tanaim. We didn't have the, the Rav and Rav Yosef answers yet. So the Talmud is saying to the Rebbe, hundreds of years prior to Rav and Rav Yosef, Rav and Rav Yosef were already three centuries in. They're, they're 75, 100 years into the times of the Amorite. This was well before that. So Rabbi Loi says to Rabbi Eliezer, What's the story with uh, being Yote, the mitzvah of matzvah, the mitzvah of matzah with the Chalos Todor and the Rekikinazir? So Amar Lo, Amar Li, Lo Shamati. Rabbi Eliezer answers to Rabbi Eloi, I don't know. Fine. The Talmud goes to another Rabbi. And he went to go ask the same question to Rabbi Yeshua. Amar Li, Hare Amru, Chalos Todur, Kikin Azir. Shasan Le'atzmo. Here's your answer, Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Eloi. It's our Mishnah. It's our Mishnah. This is the Mishnah on Lamed Hay. I think it's Lamed Hay. Yeah, it's the Mishnah on Lamed Hay. So it's, it's quoting our Gemara. What's the answer to Rabbi Yeshua? The Mishnah says, it says, Chalos Todur, Kikin Azir, Shasan Le'atzmo. Ain Adam Yotze Bahen. When you make them for the sake of Zebach, for the sake of the Mikdash, no good, no good. That doesn't count. But limkor bashuk, yotze bahen. But if you're going to make them to sell, then it's mutter. So says the Gemara, all part of the brisa. Kshebasi, Rabbi Lai says, when I got back, vihirtsesi, I presented dvarim lifnei Rabbi Eliezer. I presented the answer of Rabbi Yeshua. It was taka mishnah right here in Pesachim Daflamid. Hey, and I went back to Rabbi Eliezer and said, Rabbi, I spoke to Rabbi Yeshua. He gave me the answer. Just wanted to fill you in. I learned the answer to your question. Uh, to my question, I asked you about the chala. What was the case? I asked you about the case of the chalos toda and the rakike nazir, and you didn't know. Rabbi Yeshua gave me the answer to mishnah Lamed, Hey. So when he repeated back the answer, Amar Li, Rabbi Yeshua said one of two things. Amar Li, bris. Rashi says it's the Lashon of Shavua. Last, not the last Rashi on the page. Three lines from the bottom, bris. And then it goes on, Shavua. It's a language of Shavua. Bris. Hain, hain, hadvarm shenemelo lemosh misinai. Oh, this is Torah misinai. Absolutely beautiful. So what do you mean? How do you know it's Torah misinai? If you don't know the answer five minutes ago. Some of the Meforshim say, Rabbi Eliezer never said something unless you heard from his Rabbi. Period. Someone would be asking him. He may know the answer. He may know what to do himself. But he would not say the answer unless he heard it from his Rebbe, very makbid, to make sure that everything he repeated was part of the Masorah. But he knew that it was Allah Chalmosh Misinai. He knew, he just didn't, he kept his mouth shut. That's a tremendous amount of humility. Ika de Amre, there are those who say that no, Rabbi Eliezer was responding with, with surprise. Rashi says, Lashon Bitmiya. Rashi says, Ika de Amre, two lines from Adam, Bitmiya Amarle. He said, uh, in wonderment, and what did he say? Uh, he says, Hain, Hain, Bris, really? Are you serious? Hain, Hain, Hadvarm Shinemer, Lolomosh Misinai, below time of Boya. You, you're saying this like it's such an obvious thing, as if it's from Har Sinai with no rationale behind it, as to why to distinguish between when it's made for Zebach versus when you make it for the Shuk. Who cares? It's matzah. Eat the matzah. Why are you distinguishing? Why did Rabbi Yehoshua gave you the answer every life? Why did Rabbi Yehoshua say, oh, oh yeah, Dvar Pshutim, it's a mission of Psachim, that when the Chalos Toda and when the Rakike Nazir are made for the sake of Zebach, it's a zero for matzah. But when it's made for the Shuk, when it's made for the public, it's everything for matzah. You're saying it like it's so obvious. The time of my, what then really is the reason? Why did Rabbi Yeshua quote this Mishnah? Why is it true that we make a distinction between the two? Says the Gemara, Omar Rabbah, Rabbah says, Kol lashuk 
When a person makes something for the shuk in the marketplace, when you buy something to sell, there's something going on in your brain. In your means that you can change your mind. What does that mean? Here we go. Omar, If I sell my product, great, it sells. Cash in pocket. But if I don't sell it, then I'll be Yose, at least myself. There's a mindset there of Lishma. I made it. I know that I made it. But if I don't sell it, at least I'm going to use it. There's no loss there. But when the Chalotodim and Kekinos are made for the sake of the, of the Zevach, they're made for the sake of halachic purposes, not eating matzah related, but based on Mikdash related, you're never going to eat it. It's never going to be, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's made to be a Zevach. So that answer to the Gemara was Rabba's answer as how he explained the Brisa. It's interesting because Rabba's answer on the top of the page was not this. Rabba's answer was the limitation of, uh, of the fact that it's uh, not made for the sake of matzah. Maybe they're similar in their tone. We have to compare the Rabba on the bottom of the page to the Rabba on the top of the page to make sure that they make sense. Mir Sashem will start tomorrow with Daflam and Tess all about the Irakos with which one can be Yotze, the mitzvah of Maror, wishing you all a beautiful night.